A reading from Matthew 1, 22-25. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Two things. Uh, this is an, uh, an example of uh, Madeleine de, 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 de Angla, um, who said, uh, he talked about, did a book called The Glorious Impossible. This is another version of The Glorious Impossible. How does a virgin give birth? And, it, and, and if you close your mind down uh, to the impossible happening in our realm of existence, uh, you shut yourself off from so much of, of reality, actually. And I, I, I think that that's important, but it's also important that Matthew is constantly the beginning, in the beginning of his gospel, referring to the Old Testament. And here he is going to Isaiah 7.14 and quoting what Isaiah said had received as a vision from God that a virgin will give birth and and conceive a child. Um, And he's doing this not only here, but he's doing it throughout his telling the story. He is going back in time, drawing from the prophets and and bringing it to his audience, which were Jews in this case. The thing to remember as you read this story is that Matthew and Mary, I'm sorry, um, Joseph and Mary are experiencing it in real time. And this is Matthew looking back and showing how this was all predicted in the Old Testament. It wouldn't have been that evident to Joseph and Mary mm-hmm. at that moment that uh, these several verses that come up to point to the event as being God-marked throughout history. And it was fresh and spontaneous for them, but not anything that was catching God by surprise. I think that one of the things that I have learned since I began reading the Bible maybe 20 years ago is that it's opened uh, my mind to the reality of the impossible happening in my life. Uh, And there have been episodes, I'm sure, in your life and and virtually everybody that listens to this of experiencing the uh, things that don't have an easy naturalistic explanation we live in a time, and you and I have talked about this many times, where the, the, the mind of man has been reduced to the natural world, the natural setting, the natural explanation, reasonableness, science, uh, physics, chemistry. But in all those words, there are miracles occurring every microsecond. And you have to allow your mind, as Mary and Joseph would have, I mean, they're living naturalistically just like we were, but they were open to the presence of God uh, when he came into their lives unexpectedly. There's a big element of on-the-spot trust. Because when you get messages like this, um, for the miracle to be played out completely in your life, you have to trust and accept. I have watched people experience miracles and then uh, not follow through on that And so it doesn't become one of the pieces that God builds into them living a supernatural life. Um, They oftentimes will wander back to the natural. And that's that's sad because experiencing life with God in the midst of it, Emmanuel, like he's called here, with us, but also breaking in in unusual ways, gives us courage and hope for life. 
The one other thought I had is that uh, when a miracle happens, oftentimes the person moves off the path they have been on onto an entirely different path. And of course, this is, happens here. And just being open to the reality of that, I think, is sort of a, a modern application of what we're actually reading here um, in terms of the birth of Jesus.